Hello, friends, and welcome to the Everyday Truth Podcast with Kurt Skelly. We are here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. And we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. Right now, we're studying the book of Revelation in a series called The End is the Beginning. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Welcome back, friends, to today's episode of Everyday Truth. Thanks so much for your faithfulness to the Lord and to His Word in being here uh, today. I was thinking about the Word of God, obviously, in preparation for uh, today's podcast, but I was thinking about the promise that Jesus made. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Isn't Isn't that a great promise? We've been talking about the passing of heaven and earth the destruction of 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 10, verse 11, 12, 13. We've been talking about the new heavens and the new earth, Isaiah chapter 65 and verse 17. We talk about how this world, Psalm 102, Psalm 102 will, will grow old and pass away and like, like a garment. Uh, but the word of God endures forever. And we're studying that word today, aren't we? We're learning from it. We're drawing strength from its absoluteness. And that's, a, that's a, just a great encouragement. I've got my coffee cup today. It is my Okinawa Japan coffee mug. See that? It says Okinawa Japan. It's got the Japanese letters on there. I'm assuming that they mean Okinawa Japan, but your guess, your guess is as good as mine. Maybe one of our Japanese friends that's watching can, can affirm that for us. But uh, hey, today we're in Revelation chapter number 21, And we just covered uh, three verses last episode, and we're on one of my favorite verses uh, of encouragement, uh, of comfort in the Bible, and that's Revelation chapter 21 and verse 4. So the Bible says that the new Jerusalem has come down from heaven uh, to earth. It's a place where God will dwell with men. The tabernacle of God is with men. And then the Bible says here in verse number 4, and God. Do you see that? And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. There shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. So what will heaven be? It'll be this new place where God has brought in in every respect heaven to earth. And God dwells with us, lives with us here on earth, and all of these symbols of what sin brings and what unrighteousness brings, like death and sorrow and crying and and tears and all of that, it'll all be done. Now, remember that as great as the millennial reign of Jesus Christ will be, there will still be sin. Remember the great host that will follow the devil at the end, there will still be, unre- there'll be still, there'll still be death. It'll be rare. There'll be still, still be sorrow. But when eternity begins, when time is no more, when the new Jerusalem comes from heaven to earth and God dwells with men, then all of that will be gone. Never again. Sin will never exist. Sorrow, death, all that goes along with it, it will all be eradicated by God himself. This is not the work of men. This is the work of God. It's not that man 
finally made his way to heaven. No, God brought heaven to men. It's not that man finally found a way to cheat death. No, God wipes away those tears. He wipes away that sorrow. He wipes away all of what stain sin has brought. It is going to be the beginning, the beginning of eternity. Look at verse number five, where the Bible says, And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. That This verse is actually what drove me to choose the title of this series, The End is the Beginning, where God says, Behold, I make all things new. This is the big control-alt-delete of eternity right here. Uh, This is the reset button. This is God beginning. But it's not just even God resetting us to Eden and saying, okay, I'm going to put you back in a place of innocence. No, this is so, so much better because now we have come through. We are redeemed. Uh, We have been bought by the blood of Christ. God has become man. Uh, God has done for us what only God could do. We are his twice in creation and in redemption. So this is not just the, the resetting of Eden, but this is something far deeper, far wider, far more significant, far better, and for eternity. This is God doing what we could never do, making all things new. Look at verse number five again. Behold, I make all things new. He has been making all things new, by the way. Isn't that what the Apostle Paul referred to there to the Corinthians? Uh, Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So in the life of the believer, when you trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior, uh, you had a new nature. Uh, You have a new record. Uh, You have a new home. But does that mean that you don't struggle with sin in this life? Of course you do. So he's making all things new. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6, he that began a good work in you, he will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So what's the point? The point is God has been at work and this culminates that work. This shows the, this is the final detail in place. This is the culmination of, this is the finishing of all that God has done for all of uh, recorded time. We're going to see that in a moment in one word that the Lord uses. Look at verse number five again. Behold, I make all things new. And uh, he said unto me, write, for these words are true and faithful. So, yeah, I don't want to read too much into this, but it's almost as if John has become lost in the moment. He sees the wonder of it. He sees the glory of it, the splendor of this eternity that will be. And it's almost as if God has to remind him or the angel, whoever is speaking to him at this point says, John, write this down, write this down, write for these things are true and faithful. John, this is, it's, it's not a pipe dream. This is not some kind of a Disney movie. This is not some illusion. John, this is true. What you're seeing is real. You're seeing the future of all of the saved. Write it down. It's true. It's faithful. God will complete this. This is, this, is a, this is a sneak preview. This is the trailer of the grand movie to come. That's what this is. Look at verse number six. And he said unto me, 
it is done. I think that those are some of the most profound words in all the book of Revelation. It is done. The work, all of history, all of time, all of redemption, it's done. This was the point. This was the purpose of my creation and of redemption. It is done. The work is done. It's a turnkey job. Every detail's in place. All the trim work is up. It's move-in ready. It is done. Nothing is left to be com- completed. There's no punch list. It is done. I-, I love what Jesus said on the cross. It is finished. Remember that? And what was that a reference to? That was a reference to redemption's work was done. Nothing had to be completed for redemption's work to be secured. Jesus had given himself in our place as our substitute, the Lamb of God offering himself our Passover uh, there on the cross. It is finished. That's redemption's work. But this is all of the work. This includes redemption and creation and recreation and all that God has planned for his people. It's all done, finished, complete. The Bible says in verse number six, he said unto me, it is done. I am Alpha and Omega. Well, who is this a reference to? None other than Jesus. Uh, This is exactly what the Bible says about him. In chapter one and verse eight, Jesus said this about himself. I am the Alpha and Omega. He says it again in chapter 20 and verse 13, uh, 22 rather, in verse 13. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Hey, it all began with Jesus. In the beginning was the word And the word was with God. The word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. It began with him. It ends with him. Jesus finished uh, our our redemption at the cross. He finished us, uh, finished the the. all of the benefits of, of what it means to be saved right here in Revelation 21. He's the author and finisher of our faith, Hebrews chapter 12. Here he says, it's done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Uh, the Bible says, I will give unto him that is, a th- uh, that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. The fountain of the water of life. Is that a physical place? I believe it is. But I think that there's so much more that what God is saying here. What, what, is, what, what is water? It is life. Water physically represents life. Thirst represents need. Freely represents the gift that comes from God. In other words, all of what heaven is, all of what we need to have to be satisfied, all of what we need for eternal life and uh, all of what we need for eternal satisfaction is found in what Christ alone gives. He drinks of the water, the fountain of the water of life freely. Whosoever will may come and drink of that fountain, the Bible says at the end of the book of Revelation, we'll talk about that. Look at verse seven. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. Yeah, that that's the point. This blessing, this newness, this new Jerusalem, this life, these promises all come to him that overcomes. 
Now, what does that mean? Does that mean that I have to just really, really try hard? And if I can, you know, get to the top top of those steps, if I can win that battle, then I'll, uh, then I'll get this reward. Now to overcome, the Bible says that overcoming, even, even overcoming is only possible by the blood of the lamb. The word of our testimony that we put our faith and trust in him, that we trust the finished work of Jesus Christ. Who is he that overcometh, John said, but he that believeth that Jesus is the son of God. Now, even the overcoming is what Jesus did, and it is ours to receive by faith in his finished work. And the Bible says that the reward, what is the reward? The reward is we shall inherit all things, all things. I love that verse in Romans chapter 8 when it says that he, God, that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Here we see the fruition of that, all things for the overcomers. And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. The eternal relationship, the familial relationship, God our Father, we his children, Jesus our brother, God and man dwelling in perfect righteousness for all of eternity. I can't think of anything that's more exciting than that. That's your future, my friend, if you know Christ, and it's mine too. I'll see you there. God bless you, my friends. We'll see you next episode. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.